Roller Derby Matters, episode two, where we talk about roller derby matters and why it matters. Thanks for coming back. It's good, nice that we haven't scared you off from our first episode. Or you might be new listeners. Hello, welcome. You've only got one episode to catch up on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so... Today in News Matters. Wait, 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 wait. I just have some formalities to go through first. Oh, okay. um, firstly, my name's Gilly. I'm here with Ra. Hello. We're your hosts. Um, Roller Derby Matters is proudly brought to you by milesdesigns.com.au. That's miles, M-I-L-E-S, designs.com.au. Your web design specialist. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast which is us, or just say hi or get in touch or uh, complain or, you know, whatever really. Uh, our email is Ooh. hello at rollerderbymatters.com. Nice. Aren't we professionals? Okay, going on to our first segment. News matters. News. So today we're going to talk about the Adelaide Roller Derby travel team. They're called the... Adelaide's. Adelaide's. And they're actually, whoa, for the whoa, first whoa. time ever, travelling to America. America. Which is really exciting for our league. Yeah, um, we're going over to participate in the 2019 Woofdada Continental Cup. And ah. we're, we're in the North America West bracket. The hosts are the Happy Valley Derby Darlings. Isn't that Which cute? Which is super cute. And also we have a Happy Valley just up the road, so it's going to feel like home away from home. I would like to hear people from the Derby Darlings say their league name. I think they would have a cool yeah. accent. Yeah. I'm um, Happy like... Valley Derby Darlings. You're welcome. So the tournament's running from August 9th to 11th, so we don't have too long to wait. Mm. Um, the first game that the Adelaides will be playing is against Jet City Roller Derby. Cool. And if we... Beat those guys. Game two will be against Sun State Roller Derby. Which is just crazy because they hail from Queensland, Australia. So the Adelaides are travelling all the way to America to potentially play against a Queensland team. But, hey. Yeah. And if they don't the win the first game, they don't goes. play them. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, or? correct. All right. so I don't, I'm not sure who they'll play if they don't. I guess it would depend on who loses another game and then, yeah. you know, you'll go into that bracket. So, yeah, that's the news matters and that's really exciting times mm. for not only Adelaide Roller Derby but Australian Roller Derby because the more teams from Australia heading over to play against America, um, the better the competition and the better the ranking will be for the Australian teams, Putting more accurate ranking. Map. Yeah. So, woohoo! Congratulations, Madeleines. It's so cool because I reckon it was about four or five years ago we all had like a, a team meeting and was like, what do we want to do as a team? And everyone was all about upward trajectories. Mm. And um, getting to America was one of those goals. So they did it. So it's very exciting. Doing it. Congrats, guys, and hopefully we'll get to watch them on some sort of streaming. Yeah, on the internet. hopefully. 
We'll let you know when we know how to watch them. Cool. All right, let's move on to our next segment. Today's Matters. What are we talking about, Gilly? We are talking about equipment care. Equipment is super duper, duper important in roller derby. So this might be some good information if you're new to roller derby um, or if you've been around for a while, you might learn something new. Or if you, um, if we miss your tips and tricks for equipment care, you can email us. Tell us what you do. <laughs> you can. What? So what I want to talk about really is how smelly the gear is. Yes. In so, particular, the pads. So do you we're remember? We're talking about knee pads. Not, let's just be clear. Knee pads, elbow pads, not other kind of pads. Gross. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Um, right, that's really throwing me off my uh, train of thought there. Sorry, they're smelly. Go back to smelly. <laughs> yeah, so do you remember the first time you smelt derby gear and realised that it is not a very nice smell? I do, I do. It was with Light City Derby and it was, um, I'm not going to name any names, but um, there's a lot of sweat in that league <laughs> and there's a lot of men in that league too and that was the first time I smelt very strong derby stench. But now I smell it all the time. <laughs> and so I the just room sat- that we're sitting in today yeah. is actually has have a little uh, clothesline here yeah. with all of my derby gear hanging on it and I played a game Last night, so it's pretty fresh. Yes, we got some fresh derby stench that we're sitting in in a very small Mm. room, and we're going to check in with Andy, our producer, at the end of the episode and see if she's survived or if she's run away. Um, She's doing pretty well so far. I've noticed the door is open. (laughs) Last time it was shut. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. It stinks, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, that, that happens. All right. How do, uh, what do we um, do to help that? How? What Can you remember the first time you cleaned your gear and what did you do? What was your technique? Well, I'd heard this technique on the grapevine of laying your derby gear out in, you know, on the ground and then dabbling baking powder on top of it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, so you don't have to get wet and, you know, you don't have to wait very long mm-hmm. for like it ba- to dry. Like a baby's bottom. Is that what you well, do Well, baking too? powder, no. Oh, yeah, not talking not ba- No, Sorry. no, baking powder, so <laughs> bicarb soda. Yeah, and, and that's the first technique that I tried mm-hmm. and it didn't do anything. <laughs> Did it just make your pads Everything white? a bit white. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the idea is like it was meant to react with the acids in the pads, but, I mean, it just... Maybe it did something, but it still stunk. So that was the first technique I tried. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mine was just stick it out in the sun and let Jesus do its thing, <laughs> their thing, his thing, whatever. Burn. Um, yeah, so that just made it very dry, um, but as soon as it got damp again, it was smelly. So, so it was it crispy was, and smelly. It was crispy and smelly and a little bit, um, what's the word, when the sun bleaches you know, Bleached. it takes away the colour. Fade, thank you. <laughs> it was also a bit faded, so don't know if I'd recommend that. Okay. Well, what's some other techniques you know of? I, oh, another one I tried. Sorry, mm-hmm. you go. No, sorry. Was um, I heard, so after I, you know, moved on from the baking powder because I didn't do anything, and I heard, okay, you put it in the washing machine mm-hmm. and you add some Dettol to your oh, washing yeah. cycle. I remember that. You remember those Dettol days? Smelly. So then it just came out better. smelling a bit like 
derby stench mixed with dead old. Yeah, which and always reminds horrible. me of open wounds and like Yeah. Dead. So then you're skating around on track just breathing in dead old. It was so gross. Mm-hmm. I only made that mistake once. Yeah. Um, other techniques, uh, I can tell you Febreze doesn't work. Mm. Even you can, this one. You can dampen it all you like with Febreze. It ain't going to do nothing. Even the special Febreze Here, Sport. In our studio, we have a bottle of Febreze Sport with a cool energy scent. I mean... Does, how can you have cool energy, energy scent? Like, smell. what is that? <laughs> energy. If I don't I know, but we say, bought it. It sucked us in. Smell me. I smell like energy. Isn't that just BO? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Derby's Dench in the first place? But this is cold BO scent because this is cool uh, energy scent. I hate my cold sweat smell. Uh, Sorry, right. that's another story. Anyway, right at the thing. top of this bottle, it has sweat X. Tech, so that sounds Whoa, pretty that sounds fancy, doesn't advanced. it? It sounds like lots of research has gone into that. Yeah. All right, extreme odour eliminator. It penetrates deep Ooh. to eliminate sports odours from shoes, apparel and unwashable equipment. Now, this sounds, you see why we bought this, Derby yeah. Folk. This and sounds it says like, penetrate and extreme. I, uh-huh. I mean, it sounds like the real deal. And then it also has on it a logo it's an official locker room product of the NFL. Whoa, they must be really smelly because it doesn't work. So we were just like, take our money. We're buying this Febreze Sport. This sounds perfect. Did Obviously, not we're not going to be sponsored by Febreze anytime soon. Do today. a thing. It didn't do a thing, people. And Hopefully. NFL stench mustn't, mustn't smell very bad That's, um, if that works. Try but the best technique. Plug something that works and yeah. maybe they'll sponsor us and we'll just get yeah. free stuff, which this be great. This is the thing that now we've d- tried all the other things. We've tried the baking powder, the data. We've tried Febreze Sport. We've tried burning our stuff in the sunshine. Even just soaking them in a bath with, you know, washing powder. Um, stay with us, Canastin. Canastin. Canastin? Canastin. Sounds like a card game <laughs> the way you say it. It's a hygiene, laundry, rinse, antibacterial and antifungal. That stuff is the best stuff that we've used. This is the best stuff. It works. It helps prevent cross-infection. I have a gross story. About elbow pads. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Terrible segue. (laughs) Is it an awkward laugh? Yeah, I, I feel so awkward. I hadn't washed my elbow pads for a while okay, and I yeah. noticed I was getting a weird rash on my elbows oh. after every time I wore them. Oh. And then I cleaned them with some canastin and it fixed it right up. So <laughs> it helps protect the whole family. Yeah, yeah. So pop a cap full in your wash you when, you, when you do it and it yeah, I, I think yours is well overdue for a canastin rinse, Ralph. Mm, that's probably a season there. I think I washed them early on in the piece and now we're uh, right at the end of the season. So. Okay. And how long is the season just for our listeners who don't know? Mm, how many months are we talking? Probably like six months. Whoa, that's disgusting. <laughs> and that's a sh- that's like pretty good by some, you know, some people in the league standard. They'd be like, oh, well done, Ra, six months. What would you say oh, is the so longest clean. time between cleans? Longest time between cleans, look, would be over two years, but that's because I wasn't skating. <laughs> oh, good um, one. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure, like, when I was playing how long I took, like, yeah. between washes. But what about you? 
I don't know. You just either. wait till you get a weird rash yeah. and then you're like, oh, <laughs> time to wash the pads. Time to wash it or just buy some new ones. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I've I've know some people never wash their gear. Uh-huh. And they oh, also an important equipment care tip is to when you get home, take your gear out of your bag. Out of the bag. Even if you just tip it on the floor. Just get it Do out of the bag. Do not leave it zipped up in your bag. It's disgusting. Do, definitely don't leave it zipped up in the back of your car. In summer in Australia. Because when it's summer in Australia, roller derby gear in the boot is a real bad choice. I'm telling you that because, hey, I'm trying to wrap here. Nice. (laughs) Almost had a bit of flow, but then I freaked out at the end. Uh, Had nowhere to go. Oh, you did well. That's a bit of a cricket song made into a roller derby song. That was marvellous. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've heard stories of people putting their gear after the grand final into their bag. Mm-hmm. And then chucking it in, in the August. boot, and then not touching it until January rolls around. They're like, "Oh, derby season starting! Woo!" That's five months. Yeah, pulling them festering. out, and they it's got it just stinks, obviously. But all of their bearings of their skates are um, oh, yeah. rusted, and they can't roll. That's... So, yeah. So what I've got here in this room is I've got a little mini clothesline, and last night when I got home. I hang up, hung up all of my gear. You did that last night, even after the yeah. after party. Oh, well yeah. done, you. I'm pretty good with that. But then, you know, the washing canister is a bit more, very much more infrequent. Yeah. It's just I think some of your gear could go in the bin after this season. <laughs> I'm looking over at it and it's barely hanging on to the Absolutely. line. I think it's got some tape helping it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got leopard print tape. Nice. Yes, I know. That, uh, my Our team has some leopard print and part of our uniform, and we have a leopard print gaff tape, which is pretty cool. That is. Like, you don't see that shit every day. No, that's that's cool. a keeper. So, yeah, my gear, um, all the Velcro's gone, so you basically <laughs> just have to sticky tape it together. Yeah. <laughs> every oh, game. So many derby girls do that. They yeah. just tape themselves into their equipment, otherwise there's no chance it's going to stay It's like on. spot the people who are about to retire. They're the ones wearing <laughs> the most amount of gaff tape when they're playing a game. Not that I'm retiring. Oh, I was but... just about to say, you give us something away there, <laughs> No, right? no, no. But, yeah, I'm definitely due for an upgrade. Or they're just economical and making the most out of their gear. Well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned bearings before. Do you want to talk about skatenance? Oh, look, it's a pretty boring subject. I agree. But basically <laughs> just your wheels should roll and if they're making weird noises, you should pull the, your skates apart, grab all the bearings out and give them a wash mm-hmm. in some sort of organic solvent Is like, uh, what do I use? Methylated spirits? Yeah. yeah. Or acetone or something. But then after you've given them that good clean, you've just got to re-oil them with a bit of, a bit of skate lube. Mmm, delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I find that really annoying thing to do. So I remember my bearings got to a point where you would try and spin the wheel and it would just go. (laughs) 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 So that's why I wasn't very fast. Yeah. (laughs) I blame my skates. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about a different piece of equipment. So we've covered off the the pads and how ranked they are. And look, guys, just remember, Caniston, it's your friend. You Mm -hmm. find it in the laundry aisle. Um, Mouth guards. Now that's something they can get pretty disgusting. Yeah. They're gross. I've seen some people who started with a white mouth guard and it ended up grey, brown, dark, dark grey. Yeah. So gross. It's a whole world of um, colonies growing on their mouth guard. But we've got someone in our league who is a biologist. 
And she talks about how it's like the cleanest part of our equipment or something. Nah, that's no? bullshit. Am I making that up? <laughs> right. Edit that out. I can't um, believe it's disgusting. that. It's funny though when someone drops their mouth guard and then someone goes to pick it up and you're like, ah, don't touch it. But you quite happily like pick it up off the ground <laughs> and put it in your mouth. And we train at a, a dog venue where there are lots of dogs. <laughs> so it's like, oh, don't touch my mouth guard, gross. But no, I can just pick it up off the ground and dust it on my shoulder and pop it back it's in okay. the mouth. It's okay, it just fell on that yellow stain. Yeah, so good. We're all good. It's all good. Uh, cleaning your mouth guard, what would you recommend? Oh, well, look, for that one, I just come home again straight away, open up my little mouth guard case, rinse it with water, and then I leave it to dry. Mm-hmm. So water is not your friend. You don't want to leave water on your mouth guard. That's why, where you get the back all the little mould and stuff growing. So as long as you dry it out in between, mm-hmm. I tend to get quite a good, good use out of my mouth guard without it turning black. So mine's pretty white still. And then if it does get really bad, you can chuck it in some boiling water and then open it up and then sort of scrub it and then... And then remould yeah, it. Then remould it, If yeah. you've got one of those mouldable ones. I used to put mine... I used to soak mine in Listerine, a bit of Listerine <laughs> slash water mix. <laughs> Listerine. They're great for mouth farts as well. <laughs> Throw back. Uh, throw back to episode one. Um, yeah, soak it in a bit of Listerine and water mix and then you can even give it a scrub with your toothbrush to, yeah. you know, get rid of any gunky mm-hmm. bits. And it's nice when you pop it on at training and it's minty fresh. Oh, so Some people nice. are like, oh, I can smell your mouth guard from here. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Let's move on to our final segment. Segment. <laughs> Um, which is Pun name of the week. <laughs> Shall I go first? Yeah, go on. What's your right. punny name? My punny name. Uh, she's actually a commentator with oh. the Adelaide Roller Derby League. She's been around for a while. Her name is Miss Informed. Oh, that is such a good one. It works on you know a couple of levels because she's super informed because she's mm. misinformed. But she's also misinformed because she kind of has no idea what she's talking about. So <laughs> she kind of hits both marks somehow. So sometimes there's like the delayed, you know, gap between miss. Uh-huh. Informed. Yeah. And then other times it's misinformed. Yeah. Yeah. And she rocks that. She's got a white um, suit jacket that she mm. wears with her name on the back. Info. Um, info. Yeah. Sure. But if you ask her anything about derby or rules or anything like that, she'll probably have no idea. <laughs> she'll make something up, but it'll be hilarious whatever yeah, it is. So she is a fun top lady. bird, cool name. That's my pick. What about you, Ra? Well, I've picked a bit of a pun on uh, Meryl. You know the actor, actress, Meryl? Meryl, Meryl. Oh, what's you know, her do name? Do you know any Meryls? Oh, Meryl Streep. Uh-huh, but we've got Meryl Creep. Oh, boom. Yeah. That's Ooh. a good one. And actually she lives by that name because mm-hmm. she's always in other people's po- pictures, like creeping in the background purposefully and like photobombing and stuff. So. And really smiling, just like sort of staring you down. She yeah. is a total creep. Yeah. Yep. She tries. She tries at her name. She's yep. living that she name. Well. Meryl Creep. Creeper mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. That's right. a good one. And well. she also loves Meryl Streep apparently. So who doesn't though? I know. Top lady. She is the best. I just want to uh, be I'm overdue for a Meryl friend. film. Is there any new ones out? Probably. You should tell us. Email us. 
What should we watch? Um, What's hey, a classic Meryl we didn't, movie? All right, let's check in with Andy, who we've got to come oh, yes. up with a name for. Oh, should, yes. we, should we do a quick brainstorm? 30 seconds. Let's go. Okay, she likes sound and music. Go. <laughs> um, sound of mouth farts. <laughs> her name's Andy. We call her Andy Pandy. Right, give me something. I've got nothing. Panda. <laughs> Um, Panda to your needs. Producer, Medusa, Producer. Medusa, Producer. Um, Andy likes Maria von Snap, which is pretty good. I like that. It's pretty good after Maria von Trapp. So um, if you've got any other ideas um, yeah, for Andy, our producer. Ideas for Andrea. She's our producer. <laughs> and um, let's check in. How have you survived the Derby stench? What? <laughs> Are you alright? No. She's like, I'm still. She's like shallow breathing for 20 minutes. Can you minutes. smell it anymore? Can you see the music? <laughs> Can Everything you smell is it? Colors. Or have you kind of acclimatized? I'm used to it. Yeah. Oh. It's like that experiment where you put a frog in water, right? No. Okay, you put a no. frog in boiling water, it'll jump straight out because it'll be like, whoa, that will kill me. That's why you got to put the lid on. You put. <laughs> You put a, you put a frog in cold water and then you put it on the stovetop and you slowly heat it up. This It'll is just a horrible stay in there story. until it dies. It's horrible, I know, but this is just how we are right now with the derby stench. She's just gotten used to it. <laughs> We're in a slow and painful. This is the end now. The this derby is how stench. We go. You know, it's a bit clingy. Like when you get home and you take off your derby gear, and um, the smell you've got the smell on your wrists still, and the smell on your mm-hmm. elbows. It's like clingy. So I think you might go home when the derby waft will follow you. Yeah. <laughs> Derby waft. Yeah. Derby stench. You'll have to go mm. in the shower and scrub. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for um, downloading wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Um, give us a rate or subscribe or, you know, whatever you do with podcasts. Please like us. Please like us. And if you've got any ideas or what you want to hear about, you know, hit us up. Or don't. At hello. No, do. Hello. I don't at hear Ro- your ideas. <laughs> Hello at rollerdebbymatters.com. Thanks to Andrea and Miles, Jeffrey, our producers. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Roller, roller, derby matters. Roller, roller, derby matters. Roller, roller, derby matters to me and me. Ah. Uh.